With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenet Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. I trust that if it's at all possible, you'll take the time out, get your Bible, and follow along with us as we open the Word of God today. We're turning again in our Bible to Isaiah 53, and we're continuing our study on the question, where is the Lamb? Notice the Bible said in verse number 6, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone unto his own way. And the Lord hath laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Verse 7, the Bible said he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her sears is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation. For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken, and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see a seed He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. And by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. He was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sins of many, and he made intercession for the transgressors. That's reading Isaiah chapter number 53, verse number 6, down through verse number 12. Yesterday, we began looking at Isaiah chapter number 53, and we saw the Lamb is personified. If you have not been with us, In the last few studies, we started our study on the question, where is the lamb? In the book of Genesis, chapter number 22, verse number 7, Isaac asked his father Abraham, where is the lamb? I pointed out to you, first of all, that the lamb is promised in Genesis 22, verse number 8, where Abraham said to Isaac, God will provide himself a lamb. Then we came to Exodus chapter number 12, and we found there that the lamb is pictured. We saw that the lamb is prophetic of the Lord Jesus Christ in several ways in that study of Exodus chapter number 12. Then as we turn the pages of the Word of God, we came to Isaiah 53, and here we find that the lamb is personified. I pointed out to you, first of all, that he is described as being supernatural in his beginning. In verse 2, he's a root. 
out of dry ground. I also pointed out from verse number two that he is described as being submissive in his behavior. He grows up before him as a tender plant. And then we saw that he was shameful in his beauty. He had no form nor comeliness. And there's no beauty to desire him. And then we saw that he's supernatural in his being. In verse number three, the Bible said he is despised and rejected of men. And then he says, a man of sorrow. We're looking at a lamb. But here the Bible personifies this lamb as being a man, not a four-footed beast, but a human being. And then we saw in verse number three down through verse number seven, he is described as suffering for the beloved. We saw he suffered as the shunned one, verse three. Then he suffered as the smitten one, in verse number four. Then we saw in verse number four and verse number five, he suffered as the substitutional one. He bore our grief. He carried our sorrow. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Then in verse number six, we saw that he suffers as the sin-bearing one. The Bible said, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone unto his own way. But the Lord hath laid upon him the iniquities of us all. He suffers as the sin-bearing one. And then in verse number seven, he suffered as the slain one. The Bible said he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He has brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shears is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. Verse 8 said he was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. So we see he's described as supernatural in his being. He's a four-footed beast. We saw he's described as suffering for the beloved. And my plans were that I would stop there. But I feel like I must go on and look at these other verses. You see in verse number 10 and verse number 11, this same lamb, which is a man, and of course you and I know this is prophetic of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is described as being successful in his battle. Now, verse number 10 and 11 is a very unusual portion of Scripture. He speaks in verse number 7 through verse number 9 of him being put to death, of him dying. But in verse number 10 and verse number 11, after he dies, the Word of God uses the word shall, which is future tense seven times. So God said this human lamb is going to die. But death will not be the end of it. He will conquer death, raise from it, and have a victorious life after he is the slain one. 
Let's notice these phrases in the Word of God, which includes the word shall, meaning they were prophetic after his death. The Bible said in verse number 10, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Let me stop and make just a comment on that portion of Scripture. For many years, I had great difficulty understanding how did it please the Lord to bruise the Lord Jesus Christ. And then one day, God let me understand Christ bore in his body the sin of the whole world. And for 4,000 years from Adam's sin to the death of Christ, God had held back his anger and his wrath. And friend, when he got Christ on the cross of Calvary, he gave Christ to man the first three hours. And then from 12 noon until 3 in the afternoon, God brought the sun into a supernatural darkness. And there he dealt with him as the sin offering for the sin of the world. And finally, after 4,000 years of holding back his anger and his wrath, it pleases God to bruise him and satisfies the anger and the vengeance of a thrice holy God against the sin of the world. But I tell you another reason it pleased the Father to bruise him too. The Father knew that though he was bruised and that though he would die, yet he had power over death to resurrect from the dead, conquer death, rise again, and live eternally. No one else could do that. So it pleased the Father to bruise him and to put him to grief. Notice in verse number 10 now, the Bible said, When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. That's what God did with Christ at Calvary. Now notice these prophetic statements. The Bible said, number one, he shall see his seed. Number two, he shall prolong his days. Can you imagine the thoughts of this unbelieving world when here's a man who says by his dying, he will prolong his days? The Bible said, in the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. That's number three. Number four, he shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. Number five, he said, by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. And then number six, he said, for he shall bear their iniquities. Number five, he shall be satisfied. Number six, by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. And then number seven, he shall bear their iniquities. So these seven statements are made about the Lord Jesus Christ after it speaks of his dying. He shall see a seed. He shall prolong his days. The pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul. He shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. He shall bear their iniquities. So here we see that this lamb is personified. It becomes no longer a four-footed beast that God is speaking about, but there's a person, a human being, 
And of course, those of us who study the Word of God know that this person that he speaks about here is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. And so God in Isaiah 53 gives us a description of the personified Lamb of God. Let me review quickly. First of all, I said to you, he has described as supernatural in his beginning, a root out of dry ground. That speaks of his virgin birth. He has described as being submissive in his behavior. He'll grow up before him as a tender branch. And then he's described as being shameful in his beauty. There is no beauty that we desire him. He's described him in supernatural in his being. He's not a four-footed beast, but this lamb is a man. He's described as suffering for his beloved. He's described as being successful in his battle. Yes, he was a man of sorrow. He was a man of suffering. He was substitutional, dying not for his own sins, but for the sins of others. He's a man that was slain. So the lamb is promised in Genesis 22, pictured in Exodus chapter number 12. He is personified in Isaiah 53. And the Lord willing, tomorrow we'll move to the New Testament and continue our search for the Lamb. Father, take the word, use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work? Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179 Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you. Until the next broadcast. Are you not-